Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to ali.vision. Hello and welcome to our podcast, The Blossoming Unity. We are Dennis and Nicole Ayana. We are here to introduce you into the conversation about different spiritual perceptions, techniques, and methodologies in order for you to have inspiration for your day-to-day life. Wow, I actually said your last name this time. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much. What about yourself? I am fantastic. Did Did I pronounce it correctly? Yeah, it's actually, it's not my last name. It's the name of a, of an incarnation of mine, Ayana. Mm. And um, I, I used to have it in my Instagram for a long time. And, um, but it's very spheric. So uh, I decided to change that to my re- human last name, Ercolani, which is like now my Instagram name. It's like Nicole Ercolani. Like Italian fire part. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new? Well, Anything exciting happening? <clears throat> there is a lot. I think we had a very interesting pre-discussion about uh, low vibration and high vibrational energy. Maybe we should speak about that as well a little bit. I think it could be really interesting for people. Go ahead. Right on. Right on. Um, In the spiritual community, I think there are a lot of perceptions and a lot of kind of of rules or... or, or Why don't we just say it like this? Why don't we just say in general, and we won't single out the spiritual community because... In In general, there are a lot of perceptions towards which can be adopted in any community, right? So it's better to be able to broaden it, to be able to show, like if someone isn't in the spiritual community, right, and they're listening to our podcast, they can have an understanding as well and be like, well, I don't really know anything spiritual, but this kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? So we can hit the... Widen it. Exactly. Okay. So there are a lot of perceptions on planet Earth on on what high and low vibrational energy would look like, like in sense of vibration, like in sense of waves, sound waves, but also in sense of what that would feel like, how you would be if you were high vibrational or low vibrational. And Dennis and I had a really nice talk. And um, what do you feel to say, Dennis? Well, what brought it up was, um, so visually, when you're looking at, you know, brain waves, you see, you know, the, the faster the brain waves are, the more aware, right? More aware or the conscious awareness. And they say, well, you're conscious because your brain waves are in this or, You can still remain conscious throughout all of them, but it's just witnessing the different um, ways that the body or the mind tends to react to particular waves that are going on. And when I 
hear about, you know, the vibration of love, you know, say it's a high vibration and it's, uh, it's fast and it's all this. And my, my original question was, you know, what is the vibration of stillness? What is the vibration of presence? What is the vibration of consciousness in its purest form? Because when I think of something moving really, really fast, I see it as something that may be a bit more chaotic. But that's from my own limited perception of such thing. And when you talk about lower vibration, uh, when you have a, a low vibration such as fear, you would think that it would be a slower vibration, something that's more dense. But that's all for, you know, interpretation, depending on the scales that you're using to measure whichever, you know, vibrational frequency that you're trying to, depending on the object at hand. So it's all open for discussion. It was just a, a way to open up and see, you know, where are these perceptions originating and how can we enhance them? How can we transform them to have better understandings, not only mentally, but also emotionally, also within our life energies, also in our entire being. So it's more harmonious. Yeah. So, um, and then I, what I, I feel to say like two different ways of perceiving vibration like the one way that we can perceive vibration on a very more or less logical sense is over sound so like everything on this planet earth and in the outer space has a certain kind of sound frequency every human is emanating a sound frequency and when we are speaking of like there is a certain range that we as humans can hear from the lowest tone possible that we can hear to the highest tone possible that we can physically hear with our ears there are animals on this planet they hear much lower than we do and there are animals on this planet they can hear much higher sounds than we do even for example dogs so and um when we speak about low and high vibrations um in in one sense it could be spoken we could speak about sound and um the lower the vibration of the sound is the lower are the chakras which are vibrating with the sound so very low tones for example like in those new hip-hop songs of um What's uh like? What's this guy's name that was in this um, festival where people died? Um, Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Yes, he, for example, has some songs, a lot of them, which have very, very low chaotic bass lines, very dark, low, like low uh, sounds underneath the song. And what that does is that activates um, your lower chakras, like the sexual energy chakra, the survival chakras, like all those, those animal instincts. But they can only activate that when you're still having trauma there. 
Mm. So if a person with a high consciousness is listening to that, there is no resonance within their, their lower chakras because they did the shadow work. They maybe never had trauma, like whatever it is. It's not, it's not resonating with your lower chakras. So you're not in the lower chakras. It's pretty simple. But when there is still trauma, and I mean, a lot of people have subconscious trauma from their childhood, from their ancestors, etc. So those low vibrational sounds, which we still can hear, um, are like working in those lower chakras, are like putting more of an animalistic behavior um, into the human beings. So they're not very conscious of what they do. They're just they're just in survival mode. Let's keep it that way. Those low um, those low tones also activate the reptilian brain. The reptilian, our brain has certain different parts and the reptilian brain is the brain part which is there for survival. So it's fight, flight, or play dead, basically. Like, like the ghosts <laughs> that are falling down. So, and this has, this part of the brain gives a certain sound wave as well when you're in this brain uh, in this brain area and you do a brain scan and someone is in survival mode it has a certain sound wave that goes with that and um, when we speak about again still sound for example there are those youtube videos with the 440 32 hertz sound and then there are the 528 hertz sound so what they mean with that is the sound that they that they produced has a vibrational um, uh, field of for uh, thirty two or uh, five twenty eight, which is the heart chakra or uh, the third eye. Um, and th they say that they are um, emanating sounds towards those chakras, so they're more activated, and they're not activating your lower chakras and um so that's one way of seeing it is there music that we can listen to that uh, that activates all of them well um i think that's not really beneficial but because then if you want to know where your trauma is still held like you know in a in a therapeutic sense, it would make sense to listen to, for example, first chakra sound. And when you're triggered, then, then you would know, oh, my trauma sits in my first chakra or second chakra sound. So when you see, whoa, um, everything that's very sexual, that's very creational, like, because that's a very um, eating energy, like the sexual energy is like... <laughs> Yum, 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 wants to, it's like very playful, but also like, like a snake a little bit, right? Mm. So when you feel, ooh, that's really uncomfortable for me, then you know, okay, my trauma is in my second chakra. That, by the way, doesn't mean you have sexual trauma. That just means your trauma is stored there. Mm. Let's be very clear on that. My question is actually for like the people who've done a, a shit ton of shadow work and just oh. want to enjoy the vibrance of blasting all their chakras with music. Um, well, then you would not listen to any music. Then you would sit in nature. 
because nature has all the sounds. And then you would just perceive your reality with your body merging with the vibration of the natural sounds. That's the most activating that you can do. You would sit in a forest close to, I don't know, a river probably, and you just would sit there and then you would meditate, close your eyes, and then you would um, spread your consciousness so you're merging with the surroundings and then you would have all the sounds of every chakra there is nothing more um more activating or more um um vibrating every bit and part of you than being in like the best you can do is be naked in nature i know we're not used to that anymore but like touching the grass touching the moose no what's the thing called on the floor and um, in in the forest it's green and very squishy when you walk moss moss yes oh, shit. it's moss in german <laughs> moss. <laughs> like hate moss okay yeah so uh that's what you would do then then you would like really activate everything within you but like here there's snow outside so don't know about that mm -hmm. uh there may be some uh some yogic music yeah I'd, I'd have to i'd have to start there, going and there start are the, there are mantras but every mantra is it you know okay mantra is a sound yeah mantra is a sound a sound current and mm. the mantras are in gurmukhi which is a sound language and it was channeled down from the universe like 5,000 years ago, this, this language. And Gurmukhi, what it does is it uses those sounds in, in order to uh, work with the different chakras in our body. So in, in yoga, you, what we say is all sounds are stored in our navel point. All sounds of the whole universe. So whenever you're chanting something, you're chanting from the navel and you can chant every mantra through every chakra. So let's say you have the root chakra mantra, mul mantra, for example. It's ekonkar sadgur prasad sadgur prasad ekonkar. And it goes on and goes on. But you can, you ch so you chant it from the navel and then you, rather you chant it from your first chakra, from your second, from the navel, from your heart chakra, from your throat chakra, from your third eye, from your crown chakra, from the 10th gate. And so the 10th gate talks to the auric field of everyone. So if you wanna have music that is activating all your chakras, you need someone that is capable in singing from navel through the 10th gate into your auric field so all your chakras are activated. And I know one band that does that. Mm they're called white so, it's kind of like sanskrit as well in the way that that language was created because sanskrit is like the indian the, yeah like that's like the enlightened language basically i tend to not speak about enlightenment i'm not a big fan of it i i, I find the concept very isolating but yeah probably it's a sound language yes like the Tibetan language as well. 
for example, um, the Dalai Lama, he, he recites his mantra in, in Tibetan language, but also in Gurmukhi. But I, I think there are many ways of, like you can even breathe all chakras. You don't have to listen to sound. You just breathe in through your nose, into your navel point, and then from the navel point, you take the energy and you breathe out. You, you, you need to practice that. You breathe out through your first chakra, then through the second chakra, through the third, through the fourth, through the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and then when you're breathing in and you breathe out through all chakras and breathe in through all chakras, that's when you are activating all chakras. And when you're doing that, it's, it's, it's best to realize not to intellectualize the breath. No. Yeah. Don't think about breathing. Don't think about bringing that energy to the navel. Don't think about doing these things. It's not about thinking. The thinking is the secondary. If you're only going from the intellect, and uh, that's not where you want to do it from. Do it from the body. And you don't want to use those normal chakra pictures. You want to yeah. use the, there are many ideas of how, where chakras are placed or what they do. And, and this is why yoga is important. Well, to getting in tune with the body, to know the body, to know the mind, to, to know them. And when you know them, you know, they're not you. You can't know something that isn't you. Yeah. And to, to like, to know them is one thing, but to experience them, I would say there's nothing like knowing things is worth shit in this new day and age. Well, do you really know anything if you don't experience it? Well, no, you're just believing think. in something. You're believing in something. Yeah. <laughs> and believing means nothing. Like yeah. believing and knowing was really cool in the Piscean age. Like that was the thing, right? The one who held knowledge held the power. The one who believed held the power. And now it's the one who experiences knows. Yeah. It's a new world. There's, there's a huge difference between knowing and believing. Believing is faith without knowing. Maybe, yeah. Uh, like, uh, I hope it's faith. So, Said Guru no, put it this way. It's not even faith. Sometimes it's just hypocrisy. <laughs> like. They, they have faith in whatever they're saying, though. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. No matter, no matter where that coin turns. Yeah. They're playing out a program. Yeah. Said Guru put it, a, put, put it in a perfect way. He said, you know, do you need to believe that you have a hand if you know you have a hand? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you need to believe that you have a hand if you know you have a hand? He's no, like, you don't. He's like, both. He's like, why do you need to believe you have a hand when you know you have a hand? See, that's where people get mixed up as they believe in all these things, mm -hmm. which stops them from seeking the truth. Mm -hmm. the, the thirst for knowing. You can look at a child and see that a child wants to know everything. It wants to seek. It's in wonder. It wants to expand and it wants to create and wants to learn. And when you go around through life and you go, I believe this, I believe this, believe it, you're cutting off the intelligence that wants to seek and expand and learn and, and grow. You're, yeah. you're cutting off the God source.
that wants expansion. Yeah, and <clears throat> at the end of the day, you're you're also isolating from the fact that you are God. I know that's that's a that's complicated to to understand, but source we are all fractals of source <laughs> now he's laughing again <laughs> he's like oh no uh, you just you just hit him with the mic drop <laughs> what did you do again why did you that one up <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's funny like earlier you were like uh you know i don't really like the enlightened word i don't like the god word <laughs> well i i think i think enlightened god uh, the universe now at this point, it, it's all being uh, mucked up. It's all being filled with mud through conceptual misunderstandings. And I want us and ifs and ands. It's a bunch of veils that people are putting in front of their eyes, rose-tinted glasses. And uh, it's stopping the, the, the seeking, which is so, so important. The evolution. I mean... You look at everything involve, evolve, and you think it's just, it's just going to stop at humans. You think we're supposed to stop. We have the, the capacity to literally choose how we want to feel. We can choose what thoughts we want to think. We can choose. Now, just because you feel like you don't have the choice now doesn't mean you can't have the choice. You just are stuck in some programs that you can realize and get yourself out of and through a lot of trauma work and healing you, you can do it you can get to the point when you can choose how to feel that doesn't mean you won't have feelings that pop up out of nowhere but you you can do it and that's the beautiful thing it's becoming more conscious more aware and that's the next step in human evolution is more conscious awareness which when you're more conscious you naturally do things that are the best for everyone in the environment that you're in. It's just a natural thing. Uh, whether that's a life lesson, whether that's something, you, anything in that nature, you naturally do the things that need to be done and how to do them. It just naturally happens. You just got to get out of your own way. Yeah. And it's like you have, I always say to my clients, most people don't understand the game plan of human existence. Like there's a game plan, but like, it seems like along the way we, you know, whenever you buy a, a, a game, a bo board game, you call them? Yeah, we have board games. A board game. You, you have those little booklets where mm -hmm. the rules are in the booklets. Yeah. And sometimes I'm looking at us like, having this human incarnation i'm like why where did that booklet get lost like why does anybody know what's going on like what how this works with this body and with the trauma and with our chakras and with the movement and with the energy and why is nobody ever talking about that and <laughs> it's like where's the human booklet game plan of human existence thing it's gone. It's a, and maybe no, it's, it's all in here. It's all in here. The whole booklet of everything, all of existence is right in here. But that's yes. the thing. People are looking for the answers out there. Right. Yes. They, they keep looking out there. They're looking for the book out there, which it's a beautiful reflection. 
And it'll keep pushing you and pushing you and pushing you until you finally go within. It'll send so many reflections of smacking you in the mouth till you start looking within. That's that's when it. You look within. Part of the game plan of human existence is having resonance from your outside reality. This is part of the game plan. It's not the idea that you're not having resonances anymore. You should have those resonances. That's, the, that's part of the game plan. That's why you're even in this physical body. You could have come down here as an angel, but you didn't. You came down here as a human. You came down here in the human body in order to feel this resonance, in order to understand yourself better, in order to have a fractal of consciousness, which consciousness didn't know, like the source didn't know what's going on. And then you came down here to experience that and to figure it out. And when we speak about enlightenment, I feel there, there's some enlightened being on this planet, but um, I don't even know if that's the goal. I think the goal is to understand your own game, your own like your own relationship like this is the human incarnation is the game of relationship of relaying there is nothing you experience as a human in a physical body without having a relationship with it it's you your relationship with your loved ones with your family with your kids your relationship with work with your job with your boss your relationship with your car your dog your cat it's everything everything you experience is you having a relationship with something and you have a sound vibration and something else has a sound vibration and you're attracting sound is like magnet magnetic it's attracting what you need to see yourself everything you see in the outside reality is what you have already vibrating within that's the game and you see something in your outside reality for example you don't have a relationship a love relationship or you um, have a really annoying boss. Well, it's you. You are the problem. I'm very sorry. And if you understand that, that makes you to a very empowered, very, very powerful human being. Because then you do understand that it's about re responsibility. It's about going within and looking, okay, I have a boss, which is like a real big asshole and it, it bugs me. Like, okay, why is that? What, what is he showing me? And then there are several different things that he could show you. It could be that he shows you your karma. It could be that he shows you how you grew up and he's just replacing your father figure or your mother figure. It could be that he's showing you a belief system that you're having, or it could be that he's showing you a vibration that you're holding because you consumed something. For example, you consume too much meat or you consumed a movie that is really aggressive and now you're having this vibration within you. It's, it's always those four things. It's your ancestor karma, your own karma, what you consume or what you learned in your childhood, like behavior patterns, belief patterns, behavior patterns. That's all there is to show. That's the game plan. You don't like something outside of you. You don't have enough money. Look within. You don't have a you have a shitty boss. Look within. You have a relationship that you're always arguing. Look within. What does it want to tell you? That's that's it.
So this is this is we're on a we're on a great point. See, the people don't know how to look within. Mm-hmm. I know. That's why that's why they're therapists. That it's it's it, the teaching is not like the teaching as it as itself is very simple. The how very practical. The very, very it's practical. very practical. Very like there there are four questions you can ask yourself. You see something you don't like. You ask yourself, do I believe something within me subconsciously that attracts this? For example, um, I always like examples. Um, I believe that I'm not worth of owning money, enough money for my creative, because uh, art doesn't pay bills. That's, a, that's my belief because my father used to tell me that. Do you think I will make money with art? Of course not. How would you? You still have subconsciously, you're putting out the vibration that you are with art, you cannot make your a living. Mm-hmm. So you will not make a living with art, that's for sure. But it could also be that for example, um, you were an artist in a past life and, and you, you, you were murdered for that. And so there is a subconscious fear pattern, which is emanating from you that if you would fully step into your art, um, you would be killed. And it's subconscious, you wouldn't know. Dennis is laughing. <laughs> it could also be that in your ancestor line, your great great grandfather um, was an artist, and he let, let's say repaired churches in Europe. Um, for those of you that have ancestors in Europe, for others, um, he repaired um, churches, uh, or or uh, he he killed Indians, for example. And the art of the in of the Native Americans. Let's let's take that as an example your great 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 grandfather was a miner and because he was mining he needed to destroy um art of the of the native americans to build that mine and that is in his cells over the dna is moved into your physical body five generations later do you think you can handle native american art it would be impossible because there is still this guilt and this, um, this, this bad emotions um, within your system emanating that. Or um, what's the last thing? We have ancestors, we have soul, we have belief system. Um, what you consume. If you're consuming every day a meditation and in the meditation or in the prayer, I, I think prayers are really powerful, but they're really shitty as well. In, let's say you pray every evening, um, dear God, so you're putting all the force outside of you. Um, please um, let me have all the clients that I need to understand, to ser- serve my biggest purpose on this planet with my art and to, um, and, and to be of highest service. That's what someone would probably say when they're making art and to be of highest service, amen. And you do that every day. Well, if you're not making shit ton of money with art, God is placing you exactly where you need to be. You need to look within. 
So it's what you consume. It's what you do in a daily. It's your daily practice. It's your routine that is, that is vibrating out what you want to see. You, we just don't understand shit about that. Most humans don't understand the game. And there are certain techniques which are like a toolbox. You need certain tools in your life. Meditation is a tool. Yoga is a tool. I mean, we're repeating ourselves here, but, and, and then if you want to learn more about um, past life regression, make a course. If you want to learn more about how to work with resonance, make a course. You can book a session with Dennis or me or anyone that works in the field and you learn how to work yourself out. Like that's how it is. Dennis is laughing all the time while I speak. He's like, oh, she's funny. <laughs> so uh, prayer is actually very beautiful. I never ask for anything. Rarely ever, actually. Um, like vocalize asking for things because I just, I let things happen. But um, It's not about praying to something outside of you. It's praying to that God within you. Yeah. And I mean, that's also, that's another belief system. If you don't believe that you are anything close to God, like how would you pray to yourself? Mm. And why would you even do that? That's kind of schizophrenic <laughs> to be very honest. Like, why would you pray to God within you? It's like, there are two of you. It's not then the mind is praying to the higher self or like, like what would that even be? It's like, this is the same. Like when people say, you just need to love yourself. I'm like, yeah. Well, the God within you is the space. It's it, that that's very limiting to try to describe. It's, it's, it's a stillness. It's a presence. It's a pure awareness. That's the true you. See, when you only know yourself as the mind, or if you only know yourself as, and when I say mind, I'm talking about the imagination and uh, heaping massive loads of memory that you've accumulated throughout the years and past lives. And the body, that's all you know yourself as. And through the intellect, it's going to be quite difficult to be able to recognize that that spaciousness is always there right here it's in between every thought it's in between every letter it's in between and under and through the spaciousness is all over it's everywhere through and ev everything and you you can literally be li sitting here listening to this right now listen to the way i'm speaking Listen to the words underneath the words. Listen to the space underneath the words and the space in between the words. Listen to the space. Where are you hearing your thoughts? Are you hearing them? Or are you seeing them? Are you hearing your thoughts in your ears? How are you hearing them if you're not using your ears? Hmm? Are you seeing them? What color are they? See, when you start paying attention to them, you can get some space from them and recognize the space that's always been there. Now, the word God is a very muddied word. There's a lot of concepts that there's a dude sitting up in the, in the sky waiting for you to be, get, be done. 
You come on in. Here's your golden ticket. Uh, no, no, no. Humans are the super. Human being human is super. I made a TikTok tonight. I just out of nowhere jumped out of bed and it was just like ah, I just love humanity so much. Humans are amazing. They really are. Humans are so super. The fact that you're sitting here listening to this right now is a gosh damn miracle. You're listening on a, probably a Bluetooth device. Maybe not. But you're listening to this on a device, maybe through some speakers on a different part of the world, hearing my voice and Nicole's voice. <laughs> it's just mind-boggling and mind-blowing to, to many people. are like, Oh, you know, that's just normal. But think about everything that's had to be created to be at this point the complexity of the human psyche and being able to create for evolutionary purposes mm. is beautiful. It is. It's also very funny. Um, my Kundalini yoga teacher, Hadijivan, he always says, God, the G-O-D principle is generate, organize, destroy. That's the natural cycle mm. of the human existence and that's why it's called god generate generate organize destroy mm. like it's generating life it's organizing its way through and then it's destroying itself sounds like a virus <laughs> yeah. it, sounds, <laughs> it sounds like life itself it's like the it's like there there are also some mantras uh, which are like exactly playing into this because yeah so I think coming back to our first topic, like low and high vibrations, from how I see it, lower vibrations are vibrations of fear, of um, sexual greed, of, um, you know, all those low vibrational things, which in like all big religions are sins they're they speak they're spoken of sins and those are um vibrations of the they're only um sitting in the lower chakras and they can only attach to your physical reality when there is trauma in the lower chakras and the goal as a human is to live in a higher in the higher chakras that means from the heart chakra from your heart throat third eye crown chakra or even out of your um, on your 10th gate and the, that's the goal to perceive your reality from those chakras so what's not ideal like when you're in this spiritual awakening process is to listen to a lot of sounds which are like um vibrating in those lower chakras like those hip-hop songs like a lot of those today songs they're all constantly like, and the problem with music is, or the great thing about music, like you can put it both ways, but the problem with music is people are repeating the, the lyrics unconsciously. So they're like, they're using the lyrics of the songs like mantra. And like they're having them in their ear, like very close to the body. And then they're repeating those, those mantra, those songs constantly. And when you're not understanding what you're putting in your system by that, 
then you're not understanding shit about human existence. You're not understanding anything. So you want to change your reality into less depressive, less um, codependent, less uh, fearful, less anxiety, less panic attacks. Change your music. Like literally stop listening to the hits in the media. Stop it. Try it for 30 days. No radio, no TV, no music. And if you want to listen to music, listen to Mantra from White Sun. That's all you get. And, and realize the change that would happen in those 30 days. Like if people would cut out media, radio, TV, and music for 30 or 40 days, your reality changes, you won't believe how drastically. And if you would stop eat for the same 30 days, eat meat for the same 30 days, the, the, the change is even wider. You can also use it if you're sitting there right now and going, there is no way in hell that I'm going to stop all those things at one time. You, you, can, actually, you, you can actually use it as a great spiritual teacher as well. So if you're going to listen to the music that you normally listen to, allow yourself to become so aware and notice where you're feeling particular things. If certain memories start arising, if you're watching a certain TV show, is it completely sucking you in and you're dead to the world and that's all you see? Can you remain conscious and still partake in these activities? And if you can remain conscious, like I'm not talking about just being there and being kind of awake. No, I mean, conscious, conscious. I mean, you're aware of it all. <laughs> Okay, you're aware of the thoughts, you're aware of the body, you're aware of the emotions, you're aware of the life energy, you're aware of the whole thing going down. You're, it's different. Complete alertness, completely present. If you can do that, then you'll be able to see where those things have been resonating where they probably shouldn't be. Yeah. You can enjoy them consciously. But when it takes you unconscious, now it's choosing how you should feel. It's choosing how you should think. And it's a programming. Let's be very clear on that. I usually don't like to say those words, but now we're speaking about sound and tone. Let's be very clear on that. What's done is it's massive, collective, subconscious programming. And it, it, it's not good for your health. When you look how many people are suffering from anxiety, from depression, from panic attacks, from um, very bad relationships, from loneliness, then uh, we, we would need to understand that the, this is due to this programming that has been done the last 50 years. So, yeah. And look, I'm a big fan of what Dennis says. Like if you're a spiritual teacher already, try to do it consciously. But I am a big fan of making my, my life very easy. And it's not making your life very easy when you're, um, like when you're in this transition process, for those of you that are not enlightened yet, like me, <laughs> I I don't listen to radio. I don't read newspapers. I don't um, watch TV. I watch maybe one, one show on YouTube once a week or like one show, like yesterday evening, I watched a, a movie, a Christmas movie. And 
and but I usually don't watch TV. And what I do with the rest of my time, I listen to what wants to be created. And this gives you also very good um, serotonin and, mo and good emotions within your system. And um, yeah, I think uh, make your life as easy as possible. Don't make it hard. Like, and making it hard means to, to let yourself be out there and consume that all the time. Like, I mean, if you want a hard way, okay. The easy way is you just shut that off for a certain amount of time. Look what it does. And then you sh sh turn it on again and then you look what that does. And that's, that's the, the I'm a cheater. I'm the, for me. Yep, yes. That's where we're different because I don't shut off any parts of I life. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing to do with it because for me, it was like, for me, when I realized, okay, wait a second, like, this this vibration this fear vibration i don't really like it so then i'm like okay i'm just not consuming it anymore why would i like it's a waste of time and energy for me but for me the question for me was why is it there and yeah. why how can i let it go yeah what is it that's generating the fear? Is it my lack of, a, of acceptance of what is? And that was always the answer. That was always yeah. the answer. And I just, I just I w I'm very pragmatic. I don't have to consume those things. For me, it's like, it's, it's an offer. It's like, with the, it's like when people are le le leaving bad online comments, I'm like, what's wrong with you? What uh, so for um, any listeners that are in America, so it's very pushed differently here than it would in other countries as well. I'm not saying it's not pushed in other countries, but like that's America's like whole thing. Like that's America's shmeal. <laughs> like that's how America gets. America is a corporation basically. Yeah. And that's, you know, I rather have... I'd rather tell the people who are in America because it's not going to disappear. There's not many places you can go. There, there's places you can go and kind of shut off the world and all that. I'm not saying, you know, watch the news and all that. I, I don't watch the news. But I, I did understand that this fear that, that's generating within me, I wanted to get to the bottom of it. Not in a sense that I was going to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with it. I did at first. But I, I, I don't want to shut off any part of life. And I want to open the doors to all parts of life so I can have the full human experience. And that's where that the fear started relieving from that place through the acceptance. Yeah. But in America, it's, it's all it's everywhere. That's like the Here whole thing. Here as well. In Europe as well. It's just, I mean, you have a choice. You have a choice to watch every evening the news or not. You have a choice to listen to the radio while you're in the car or you listen to nothing. You have a choice to um, read the newspaper. Like you click on the, on the button of your phone or on your computer. You have a choice to do that. Let's be very clear on that. And I personally chose not to have that in my auric field anymore for a long time. Because I was like, what's even like, what's even the point knowing what's going on in Australia? Like that was my thing in the beginning. And now I'm like, 
now I'm doing now and then, but like you do you. For me, it worked very well. And I'm, I'm, you know, what's the funny thing? If you need to know something, people will tell you. <laughs> like, very true. I, like you very will, true. you will get the memo if you have to know it anyways. So, yeah. And then, and then it's, it's, um, it's very easy to vibrate in higher chakras because you're not constantly triggered and your triggers are not overwhelming you, but because you get one after the other. A lot of people have so many trauma in their physical body stored that when they have all those informations that they're constantly triggered, which is a constant fight or flight mode, which is a constant um, negative hormones, which is a constant flow of stress through your system. So also there, Dennis would say, you just uh, um, look what's going on. And I say, you can get away from that by getting yourself a little bit out of a system for a certain amount of time. And then you shut on one thing and you look what that does, because it's like easier in, to come from an empty cup and you, you push to one direction. Then you see, oh, that's what's doing this to me. Okay. So I can turn that into no resonance and then to the next and to the next, or you, you go from a full trigger to nothingness. Like it, it depends on what, how you want to do it, but you can do both ways. Mm -hmm. That was amazing. I think we're done today. What do you think? I think so too. Amazing. I think so too. Okay, you guys, we have this amazing page. It's called Ally Vision. It's www.li.vision or my alley. And you can see Dennis uh, giving meditations. I give Kundalini yoga because that's what I do. And um, we have also now free videos on YouTube on Ally Vision with yoga, with meditation, with um, breathwork. breathwork. Our, our um, podcast is there. And um, yeah, if you like that, you can go check all, all those things. That's it. Guys, have a beautiful week. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.